Welcome to another edition of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. We are the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Michael Rendon at our live storytelling events in August when the theme was exposure. When not running for public office, supporting victims, eradicating the concept of waste, and bringing chickens to Durango, Colorado, Michael can be found picking food from his backyard, staring at the wall, backpacking in the wilderness, or playing violin in his gypsy band, Caruza Roma. Here's Michael's story. When you expose yourself to the world and you completely open yourself up to the world around you, uh, you find yourself in really interesting places. So I first met my friend John. We were about 20 years old, uh, really drunk on the streets of Boulder, Colorado. And it reminded me of Jack Kerouac's The Dharma Bums and the character Jaffe Ryder says, I always meet my best bodhisattvas on the street. And uh, John's one of my best bodhisattvas. And uh, John's eccentric. I have a lot of eccentric friends, but he's like, he's the one. Uh, He took himself out of high school because he didn't believe what they were teaching him. And he spent most of his free time uh, sitting in the park under a tree, uh, eating mushrooms, playing the flute, and philosophizing with people. And John created his own accent when he was a kid, and he's my age, and he still uses it today. And uh, it's inevitable when you hang out with him, someone's going to say, that's an interesting accent. Where are you from? And he'll say, actually, it's more a matter of pronunciation. (laughs) Or something like that. And John decided that, um, he came to the realization that in, in India they have these, these holy men called sadhus, and they hang out on the street, and they're just open for people to talk to uh, about you know, their spiritual path or anything they want to talk to going on in their life. And he realized there isn't really anything like that in America. So when he was living in New Orleans with all the street performers, he would just sit on the street and he made a sign that said free advice and he would sit and chat with people. So whenever John comes to visit, we sit on the street with a sign that says free advice and we sit and chat with people. And it's a whole lot of fun. So the story I wanna talk about tonight, uh, when I was 23, I was in AmeriCorps in the National Civilian Community Corps. I was stationed in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, doing community service. And we had two weeks of Christmas break. And so I went back to Denver uh, for two weeks. First week, you know, with my family for Christmas. Christmas Day, I get a call. And the phone rings, and I answer, and I say hello, and he goes, hello, Michael. This is your friend John. Here's the plan. In 30 minutes, we can get on the Greyhound, be in Tucson, Arizona, to see our friend Mike Baker, make it down to Mexico for New Year's, and hitchhike home. What do you think? And I say, I'll see you in 30 minutes. And uh, so I immediately call my mom, and at, at that point, you know, there's no cell phones, and my poor mom, this is what it was like when I was 23. Hey, mom, this is your son, going hitchhiking for a couple of weeks. Don't worry about me, I'll be fine, I'll give you a call when I get a chance. Okay, bye. Uh, so half hour later, I'm on the Greyhound bus with John, and John turns to me and he goes, okay, this is the plan. <laughs> We're going to pay attention to every conversation that we have, and we're not going to try and lead it in any direction at all. We're just going to pay attention, and whatever the universe opens up to us, that's the path that we're going to follow. No matter how crazy it is, no matter how weird, that's the path we are going to follow. And I say, okay. And then he says, but there's one more thing. We're not allowed to tell anybody. 
I said, okay. And so for the next couple days, we were driving down to Tucson and we, you know, we stayed at a hotel, we sit at the bar and chat with people, we're on the bus chatting with people, and we're doing that. We're just paying attention to the conversations. We're not trying to guide it in any way. We're just, this is exposure. I'm opening myself up to the world. What's it going to give me? And three things came up. Dogs, tube socks, and UFOs. And so that, that was our path. So we get to Tucson, and we visit our friend Baker, and, and Baker owns tube socks. And we were like, tube socks? So we steal a pair of Baker's tube socks. We go to the store, and John buys a, a box of dog biscuits. And then we go, to New, we go to Mexico for New Year's, have a great time. And then Baker goes home, and John and I just start hitchhiking across Arizona with a sign that says, free advice. And... <laughs> And we're just traveling along, and we get, a, we get you know, rides, and every car that we get in, we leave a dog biscuit in the back seat. It's kind of a, kind of a little calling card. And so, and we have all these great adventures. We, you know, at one point, we find ourselves uh, in the woods uh, drinking beer with this neo-Nazi and his two pit bulls and his friend, and he's singing us Nazi songs he learned in, in prison, just really bizarre. And then we run into this police officer that pulls us over, and... She tells, or she picks us up, she, pulls, she tells us her whole life story, she completely breaks down, we're like supporting her and trying to guide her on her way. And we have all these experiences, and so it, we kind of get in this routine, so we're in the car and we're chit-chatting, and then one of us, you know, I'll say, you, you, you haven't seen any UFOs around here. Or John will say, you by chance haven't seen any extraterrestrial activity in this vicinity, have you? or something like that, and everybody has. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we were camping, and I don't know what it was, you know, my, we, did, we both saw it, you know, and it wasn't a, we knew it wasn't a plane, it wasn't a set, you know, we don't know what it was. Everybody had these stories, everybody. And they all kind of started going um, towards the same location. They all started going towards this mountain. Like, that's where all the alien activity in Arizona was. So we were like, all right, we're going to the mountain, you know? And so as we get in the car, we, you know, we start asking more questions. We start to get there. Um, and it turns out that not only is it all in this mountain, it's all around midnight as well. So, you know, our last couple trips get us to the base of the mountain. Uh, we go up to the base of the mountain. You know, we set up our camp. And, you know, the top of the mountain's maybe, you know, 20 minutes away or something like that. And so, you know, 20 minutes till midnight, we start hiking up the mountain. We have our backpacks, we start hiking up the mountain. We get to the top of the mountain, take off our backpacks, we pull out our tube socks, we each have a tube sock, we take our dog biscuits that we have left, we stuff them in the bottom of the tube socks, and we just start, you know, spinning them around, calling in the aliens. And what, and, and what I've learned from that is that when you open yourself to the world and you completely expose yourself to the universe and, and let it be your guide, you wind up in some really interesting places. Thanks. <laughs>
And if you want to pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives live storytelling event, go to ravennarratives.org and fill out the form on the contact page. You can also see a photo gallery of our storytellers there and find out what the themes will be at upcoming events. The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Community Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org. And as always, special thanks goes to our sound engineering wizard, Mike McAllister, for his technical expertise in recording and mixing the Raven Narrative stories told at the Sunflower Theater. Support for the Raven Narratives comes from Red Scarf Shots Photography Studio in Durango, Colorado. Find out more at redscarfshots.com. Now for the outtake. <laughs> and the only deal is we had to wear hats. <laughs> we had to wear hats. We had to wear hats. So what kind of hats were you wearing? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever we had. I always had top hat or something top weird. And yeah. We just, he's not dude. He'd have like... Pick this up in Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>